Welcome to the 15-Minute Revolution Podcast with Rich Gibbs. This is the podcast that seeks to equip you with the Word of God and inspire you to make a difference with your life. My name is Rich Gibbs, and I'm the director of Cutting Edge Missions, a ministry committed to impacting the world with the gospel with short-term missions. Today, I continue my interview with the Daily Kia. This is part three of this interview. If you are listening to this, do not start here. Make sure you go back to part one, then listen to part two. And then you'll be up to speed with where we're at. Adili serves as a chief development officer for Serve International. He is a great storyteller, and I absolutely love doing this interview. Adili is one of my favorite people in the world. I hope you love it too. Now, here's my interview with Adili Kia. So you're part of Serve now. Uh, tell us how you got connected to Serve. Tell us what Serve is all about, and tell us kind of what God is doing with that ministry. Yeah, so I got connected with Serve a while back. I used to volunteer. Uh, their mission is, oh, our mission is we use food as a platform to share Christ. And so, I'm going to repeat that. So their mission of Serve is we use food as a platform to share Christ. And, um, you know, I got drawn into that vision and mission of what they do years back. And we were just friends with their team that worked here at Serve International. And uh, about two years ago, two and a half years ago, I felt God calling me to go back and be involved with Kenya. I felt that what I'd learned at the Dream Center, what I learned having to put proposals for the city of Atlanta, for the mayor, I felt like God had prepared me for something bigger. That's what I wanted to drill in on because taking you or walking with you through your journey, it never ceases to amaze me how God's divine, sovereign, all-powerful, invisible hand will guide us along the way using your experiences, selling pastries as a child to raise real money for your family. It wasn't a little hobby. She wanted you to go out and bless the community. You needed that money. She needed that money. Your family needed that money. You're going out there. You're sacrificing. She's teaching you work ethic. She's teaching you the important the importance of being industrious she's teaching you how important it is to work hard even when it's late to make sure the job gets done and then you meet some people who introduce or where you are impacted for, with Christ you had already been saved but you're you're impacted by this mission team that comes in you're so inspired by them you want to come to Atlanta and be a part of what God is doing in and through that ministry then God begins to advance you inside the city of Atlanta working and 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 leading and struggling and problem solving and casting vision and being a part of what God is doing through the Atlanta Dream Center, preparing you for a ministry that's going to take you back to Kenya. Yes. Now that that is amazing to me. You look at the, you look at that story from beginning to end, bro. Yeah. That is crazy to see how amazing God is to do all those things all the time, preparing you for the calling that you're walking in right now. It, I mean, that's just amazing to me. His master plan. Right. You know, his master plan. And you didn't plan. know that. No, not even, I never thought about it. Right. You know, man, it's been a great journey. You know, when you say that, I just look at all the times that God has just opened doors and and just brought the right people at the right time, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So with Serve, um, I absolutely love the vision that you guys have. Uh, tell me about 
why you're passionate. Why are you passionate about serving and, and leading with Serve International? Why are you passionate about reaching kids with what you reach them with? Explain that to me a little bit. So um, here on my desk, and I know you all listening, but I have a picture of me as a young man in, in um, Lokichogi, right on the border of Kenya and South Sudan. I remember going to school uh, and seeing kids who were starving. And we use that word lightly here in America, oh, I'm starving. When you talk about starving, if you look it up, starving is going 15, 20 days without food. And so when I say kids were starving in the community that I grew up, I'm talking about kids that were about to die and dying from starvation. So they had not got a meal for 15, 20 days. That was common. That was, that was, that, that was just a normal day for me. And seeing them laid down in a classroom, instead of, they, they were so hungry, they couldn't listen to a teacher, they laid down in the classroom in pain. And, uh, and most of them during a, what we call recess in America, you know, take the risk to, um, to take this fruit, we call it a snake fruit that was poisonous. But they were so hungry that they took the, the risk of eating this fruit. Um, it, it, was, it was something that I'll never forget. And I used to pray to God and say, God, provide food for these families. You know, I was fortunate because there was a military base, a GSU, and that's what we call them there, base. And so they used to give us the salt uh, biscuits. Uh, and uh, in America, there'd be cookies, but salt biscuits. And so we used to eat that, and, and my family was, was blessed enough to, to get a lot of free things from the, from the organization we worked with. So I never experienced that personally, but everybody around me experienced it in, a, in such a way that it just, I would never forget. Uh, so I always pray to God and say, God, provide, provide something for these kids. The crazy thing is, years later, He picked me to answer the same prayer. Wow. The same prayer. And if you talk to my mom, she tells the story way better. She said, I never missed an opportunity to pray for kids who were hungry in my classroom. Um, And so now what I do is Serve International. Serve International uses food as a platform to share Christ. Those are two things that I'm passionate about. And I'll talk about the food. I've seen kids starving. So to me, it's not some some documentary you watch on TV of some guy walking around in some country. To me, it's real. You know, some of these kids would be kids that I went to school with their parents. So this is real to me. So when you hear people, the, the statistics you hear about starvation are not just numbers to me. They're real people and people with children, people that I know in a community that I grew up. And the other part is a salvation part. Coming to Christ through a mission, through a mission trip, changed me. And I realized that I want to give everybody that opportunity. This is, this is a sad statistic, and I, and I hate to tell numbers. I love to tell stories, but 66,000 people die each day, every day, without having access to the gospel. You can look this up right now, 66,000. Uh, Atlanta Hawks, which is not the best team in the world, they play right here, the Phillips Arena in Atlanta, Georgia. There, they have a stadium that sits about twenty nine thousand people. I looked it up. I wanted to look at what sixty six thousand people look like. I pulled it up, and twenty nine thousand with a game with the Lakers, a full full house, was crazy to me. To think that almost double that number of people, more than that, die every day without the opportunity to hear Christ. So serving a national goes to areas like this with food. And we're able to share Christ with people who would never have the opportunity to hear Christ because there's no church down the street, there's no pastor, 
and most of them have never heard of the name Jesus in their life. That is well said. Well said, and I'm going to tell you that it challenges me. Mm. It, it absolutely challenges me. And I think about the story of, of Joseph in uh, when he was talking to his brothers in Genesis chapter 50, verse 20. His brothers were coming to him, and they said, uh, look, you know, we're so sorry for what happened. We, we treated you horribly, and we just please forgive us for what, what, what we've done to you. We took you away from our family. We sent you to Egypt. We saw that you were in agony when we sent you, and there's no excuse. And I'm just, we're just praying, praying that you would forgive us. And the Bible says that Joseph cried. Mm. He cried, and he says, I'm not God. What I, basically, I forgive you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not God. God will judge. I'm not God, and I forgive you. And then he said the famous words that I absolutely love and have encouraged me for years. He said, what you did, you meant for evil against me. Yes. But God meant it for good. Then it says, for he brought all of this about the way it is, so that he could save people alive. Now, he was talking about food, that the peop- there was a great famine in the land, and God used Joseph and the supernatural wisdom that he gave them to feed bellies, to feed food so people didn't die. But God revealed to me and pressed upon my heart, I truly believe this, that there are people who spiritually, just like you said, are dying. They're dying. They don't, they're not dying of natural starvation, but they're dying of spiritual starvation because they don't have Christ. And there are other people who have Christ and they're starving spiritually from a lack of the word of God. So you've got all of these different things I believe the Bible has one interpretation, but many applications. Yes. And I believe this is a perfect application of that, that what you're doing with Serve International is feeding people. You're taking care of the poor. You're taking care of the starving, but you're more importantly giving them Christ. And what difference does it make if we feed their belly but let their souls suffer for eternity without God in hell. What what difference does that make? Okay, we yeah we did a good thing. There's lots of people that do good things. Yes. But unless we finish it off by giving them Christ, in my mind and in my opinion, we've done nothing. We've done nothing that could spiritually impact them for eternity. And man, bro, I I just I'm so. I am so thankful that you're doing what you're doing. I know you have a passion for Kenya because that's where you're from. Yes. It's real to you. It's it's not something like you said you saw in a YouTube video. Yeah. It's real to you. It's something you experience with your life and you're making a true life impact. Last thing I want to talk about before we try to get people connected, 
Tell us about this. Tell us about what you guys serve them with food. I know there's a lot of people who have no clue what you do when you serve them with food. Can you tell us a little bit about what you actually serve them when you're there and what your goal is? So the amazing thing is that, you know, we have here in America, we have created a a blend, a fortified lentil blend that is served around the world uh, during aid. So if there's a humanitarian aid uh, you know, something happens. America is able to send this food from America anywhere around the world. So what Serving National has done is that we went and took about two years and we were able to replicate a blend that has high nutrition mm-hmm. and we produce this food in Kenya. So one bag, which is one kg or 2.2, um, 2.2, one kg, we're able to, in that one bag, provide 50 meals. Wow. So in one bag, there's 50 meals. Every meal is eight cents. But I can talk about the, most times when I share this, people get excited that the fact that 2019, we gave out 2.7 million meals. And that's great. Mm -hmm. Those are people who were dying. We're not going to an area that there's a McDonald's down the street. We're not going to an area that there's a market anywhere close. We're going to areas that are desert, that are, Mm -hmm. there's nothing there. Um, and so when we go in and we give out this food, that's exciting. A lot of people love that. But what I'm excited the most is in 2019, we had 8,200 salvations. Mm. And that's what we do. You know, that's why I, I work at Serve. It's not because we are we're giving out food. You said something that is really important. I think we are being so caught up in good deeds. Mm-hmm. I think United Nations does a better job with good deeds and feeding people than anybody else. The Red Cross, all those people, they're great. If you're just looking to do good deeds... Sign up with them. Right. If you're looking to do what God called us to do, there's amazing organizations, Convoy of Hope, uh, Send Relief, man, uh, Serve International, that are always focused on what God's mission is. So with this fortified lentil blend produced in Kenya, and why that is important is because by producing this food in Kenya, we create every month 460 jobs to widows in Kenya. They have a job because by farming our lentils, by putting together and producing our food uh, under the Kenya Bureau of Standards license, mm-hmm. we're able to provide jobs for them. But at the end of the pro- day, job is not our main mission. Our mission is not to do 2.7 million meals. Our calling is to bring people to Christ. If you forget anything about this podcast, anybody listening, I want you to remember that Serve's main mission is to bring people to Christ. That's good. That is important. And we're not here to do good deeds. If you go to our website, I was told that I should take this down from our website and we'll be able to fundraise more. Can you imagine? There was a, somebody told me that. They said our mission statement says we use food as a platform to share Christ. And they say that is too much for a non-believer. That's too much for the church. And I was told if I can take that down, I would get more funding. Guess what? I didn't take it down and I'm not kidding you. God has brought way more money this year. <laughs> That's right. We've raised way more than last year. So we are not ashamed to tell people that we're a Christian organization. That might not be for you, but I'm hoping that if you're listening to this, that you are drawn to give to organizations that are sharing Christ all over the world. That's good. That's good. So you've got somebody all pumped up, excited about what you guys are doing there, excited about serving food to people physically, and then about uh, sharing Christ with people. So you've got somebody out there, uh, Adili, that's driving down the road right now, and they're listening to the podcast, and they're pretty mesmerized by it, and they're 
very intrigued and very engaged and very gripped by your stories and by your work and what God has been able to do in your life and through your life. But they're thinking to themselves, yeah, but you know, I mean, they're, they have a lot of gifts and stuff. They, they have a lot of ability. They're, they're very smart. They're very educated. And, you know, let, let the, I mean, the, I, God could never use a person like me. I mean, I'm just, I'm just me. I, why, God really couldn't use me to, to do that. I mean, I would love to be a part of something that's life-changing and life-transforming, but I just don't think I've got what it takes to do that. What do you tell them? You know what I love about God? God is looking for you. That's a perfect person for God to use. I can't find anybody, and Pastor, you're the pastor, you know, but I look at the Bible and I can't find anybody who was qualified for a job. Right. You find everybody in the in the Bible from David. You can name any character. And I could be missing this and you can correct me when we're offline because I feel very confident in saying I feel like everybody in the Bible, every character in the Bible was not qualified for what God right. called them to do. And he qualified the called. Yes, yes. And so if you're listening to this, this is that's perfect. That you are the person that God right. is calling for this mission. You are the perfect candidate for this. And um, there, there's a couple ways you can you can be a part of this. What, what I love, and I think it's something I heard you speaking, I love when you preach, but this was like a two-option thing. You were talking about missions. And I, I don't remember if you gave us three options, but I remember two clearly. The two options you can for missions, you can either go or give. Right. You can go or give. You can go on a short-term missions or support somebody who's going. The reason I, I take out the third option, which is pray, is I hope that you already pray. Right. You know? And so... Here, if you're listening to this, here are the options you have. Go and give. If you want to go, there is amazing ministry. Pastor, you have an amazing ministry that does missions around the world. We want to take a trip to Kenya sometime soon. So if you're listening to this, sign up with Pastor Rich. Look this up and go on a trip. Go on a mission trip. If you, if you just don't have the time, you don't have the capability to go on a mission trip, give. That's right. And so with Serve What We Do, listen for this, for $100, for $100, you can give, that's over a thousand meals, eight cents a meal for a hundred dollars. That's over 1,000, I think 200 meals right there. And so can you imagine with a hundred dollars, the impact you're doing? Those a thousand meals, those are just not people having seconds. Those are people that were dying, had gone 15 days without a meal and your hundred dollars is going to help them survive. And so if you can't go on a mission trip and you can't do that, Go to serveone.org. Mm -hmm. That's our website. Serve is S-E-R-V, one.org. And see how you can give to a mill in Kenya, Africa. Thank you for listening to the 15-Minute Revolution podcast. If you'd like more information about this ministry, be sure to go to our website at 15minuterevolution.com. Love you guys. <laughs>